All right, we're back with another episode of the One Third Threes podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. Casey, Halloween's passed. Yeah. Candy has been gotten, and I'm in the worst place possible. The Badgers suck me back. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's... There is a worse place than this in which (laughs) they don't win these games, and then we feel even worse, Um, I think, but... Yeah, suck back in. I think. I think we are. I think. I'm still a bit nervous, but obviously very optimistic. Um, but before we get into that, Marlo, I just want to tell you what a nice, relaxing Halloween Sunday I had. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Packers play Thursday. Badgers play Saturday. Both come out with big wins, and I just got to sit back and just be like, "Hey, I'm going to enjoy the football today. I don't have to worry about anything." It was really nice, and. Uh, I guess this year kind of been a, a rare occurrence. Right? I guess you don't, play, you don't play Thursday once a year, but you know, even the early games, Packers played in later games, that sort of thing. There's always something to worry about. But this Sunday, got to kind of kick back and uh, take it all in, and it was okay to be distracted by Halloween and trick or treating and whatnot. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. Really happy. Thank Everything you. Everything was, was super relaxing, and uh, yeah. nothing to worry about on Saturday. Nothing to worry about. Yeah, it was or on Sunday. Yeah, it was, on Sunday. I mean, yeah. it was nice. Good. I. Yeah. How about you? How was uh, how, how how was your Halloween? <laughs> Halloween was good. Um, Halloween was good. I'm tired. I'm not gonna lie. Are you and a big Halloween? I forget. Are you a big Halloween guy? Here's the problem on a weekend okay. like this. Yeah. So. My birthday always falls on Halloween nah, weekend. That's and that's true. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. And yeah. so the two get merged. So I sure I don't feel like I'm a Halloween guy, but my birthday gets overlooked by Halloween. So I just pretend it's my birthday. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that's what happens. It's what happens. And um, I end up being a Halloween guy. So yeah. And then today was a, or you know Halloween falls on a Sunday. Birthday was on a Friday. There's a big sandwich in between where adults celebrate Halloween on a Saturday. And yeah, yeah so that, that happened. And went trick or treating yesterday. Oh, I've got a bunch of candy. I still got a bunch of candy that I'm trying to stay away from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard. Everyone pray for me. Yeah. But prayers. But yeah. Prayers but it was good, though. It was good. He had fun. That's all that matters. Yeah. You're like celebrating on Halloween, but not because of Halloween. Exactly, so but but it just yeah. From the outside yeah. world, appears like you really love Halloween. <laughs> exactly, like, this guy, this guy, guy goes loves hard on Halloween. <laughs> wow, <laughs> nice, nice. All right, well, you did have reason to celebrate this weekend, as we mentioned, with the Wisconsin. Uh, would how would you? What adjective would you use? Or adjective, adverb? I don't know what. What term word would, would I you use to, to describe <laughs> this game? Guess adjective if you're describing the game. I was gonna say pummeling. Do you think that fits, or do you have a better word? Um, yeah, I'd say a, a thrashing. I guess it's a verb then if they're doing the thrashing or the game they pummel. I don't know, whatever. Pummel. I can't can't do it right now. Took advantage. <laughs> I don't know why I started. Took it. Took advantage <laughs> of. Took advantage yeah. of. Um, that's more than one word, but I'll go with yeah. it. Sure. Um, yeah. It's bad. Bad. Bad teeth. My bad. Um, okay. Yeah, Pummeling of Iowa took advantage of the mistakes. Uh, of course, referring to the 27-27 victory over uh, formerly ninth-ranked Iowa at Camp Randall on uh, on Saturday. Um, and 
I guess, uh, just talking a little, how we experienced the game, Marlo. Um, I enjoyed the first half at home. Yeah. Had okay. to go to uh, my son's final soccer game at halftime. Ooh. Ooh. So missed the third quarter. I was listening to the third quarter on the radio uh, as I nervously pace up and down the sideline. I probably look <laughs> like an insane parent who's just way into his son's, you know, kindergarten soccer game. Yeah. Uh, but I was there for the only really kind of nervous slash threatening part of the game. Yeah. Um, when I guess the start of the start of the third quarter, right? When the Badgers mm-hmm. went what three and out their first two drives, Iowa scored a touchdown until that fourth down stop. It was starting to look like, uh oh, here we go again in the yes. second half for the Badgers. But um, so I had that. So then I got obviously the fourth down stop. I was you know fist pumping. I want to say subtly. <laughs> I'm not sure how subtle it was. Uh, and then obviously it was kind of, I don't want to say smooth sailing because there was still work to be done. But as far as it went for the, uh, um, I guess, stress level at the soccer game. And then when I got on my way back home uh, and home to watch the fourth quarter, uh, it was a little bit more easygoing, let's say. So that was my uh, kind of game experience in, in a nutshell. Uh, I thought relatively funny one, Marlo. Uh, yeah. Anything you have before we dive into the game about uh, your thoughts on... Were you at the game? This yeah, time yeah, it was it? Yeah, was it? I think the last game? time I asked you that, it was an away game. <laughs> it was on me. Yeah. yeah, no, um, yeah, I was at the game, and I agree that that one point. So, you know, holistically, as you saw, there was um, that first half was exciting, not letting Iowa score, but at the same time, took advantage of some mistakes, but not as much advantage as we should have, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, but I have a very high standard, and so that. <laughs> That third, that third, third quarter. Obviously, and like as the way the season has been going, you're very cautiously optimistic, or uh, very, very cautiously, if optimistic about the rest of the game. Yeah, um, the way things have gone. So yeah, I totally felt the the nervousness of once they scored the touchdown, um, and with the offense not not getting anything done. But obviously, the end result was good. Um, yeah, and the only thing I question is why the hell did we rush the field? <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was, it was super surprising because inside, like, and maybe it's just me, you know, but my seats are right by the student section. It didn't have like that feeling that that was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that, that level of excitement wasn't in the stadium. In my opinion, I didn't feel that. And then all of a sudden people were running on the field. I was like, I guess it only takes like three dudes up front to be like, we're doing this. Yeah, um, and then it happens, but it 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 took me by surprise, and people can say whatever they want. We shouldn't do it. Whatever I always say, let the kids do what they want to. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. Rest of field that was weird, but everything else was good. Yeah, I I, w- I was kind of going back and forth on you know the <laughs> merits of it, and when you get down to it, who really cares? You know, yeah. rush the field if you want. We beat a top ten team. Uh, it was. It was. You're right. It almost seemed reluctant because it wasn't right away. It was yeah. kind of like um, they brought out the trophy, I think, and then it kind of was a very slow, like let's meander onto the field. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a rush on the field. It was more Fair. of a just a, a meander on. Let's you know take a stroll onto the field uh, and join the celebration. And then when the trophy was out, there was kind of jumping on that. So. <clears throat> It was almost like in between, <laughs> like a, yeah. It wasn't like we we holy shit we beat Iowa. Let's go out. It was like it was like a, hey, let's go celebrate on the field. Why not? You know, it's right yeah. there. So it yeah. definitely was weird. I don't. 
I mean, if this was a number nine Ohio State, a number nine Michigan, you know, whatever, I think then just it being Iowa, our current record against Iowa, I think we've won eight of the last ten now. Um, I don't. I, it didn't feel big enough in the way the yeah. game went, like us winning so convincingly in the end. Again, we had that little bit of the scare in the third quarter, but. It just didn't feel like it had the excitement, like you said, and you said it didn't feel that way. And I, the same kind of sitting at home, kind of rationalizing that I agree that it wasn't really the, the atmosphere for it. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, how many times have we rushed? The, did we rush the field when we were in school? Two, two, once, two, once. once. I know. I remember once. I, I think I went again. So maybe twice. Okay. In the second time, I feel like I just kind of like okay, I got on the field. And I like it wasn't the same. The first one was you know when we beat Ohio State, and yeah, that was something else. But uh, a little bit different than than this game, I guess. So yeah, I mean, if you get to do it once or twice in a five year college career, as the, was the case for me, I can't really get too upset if they do it when they beat a ninth ranked Iowa. Yeah, you know. And then as I thought about it earlier, I was like, well, I think that's just. I think there was a period. There was a, a period where students were very, very. We'll call it spoiled, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They were going. We were going. We were going to Big Ten championships, Rose Bowls, and if you look at, I mean, in in Final Fours and like, you know, those guys, those I guess that class is all gone, and like maybe they're humbled again, and this is a big deal. <laughs> so maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. In in the regards to fandom. Um, yeah. And I so, think also the meandering on or or what have you. It was. Yeah. It was more of like a relief or like a kind of you buying back in i think the fans were kind of like okay maybe this isn't going to be a disaster of a season and maybe there's still something here like yes that's worth yeah. that's worth celebrating that's worth uh that's what the significance of the game was because i mean i think we've been talking about this a lot but like this game really was the hinge on which was this can we salvage this season or is it you know for what we expected coming in a lost season, and now, yeah, it's it still could be right. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it has the possibility of still being a relatively good season. Yeah, so yeah, th- th- this brings us to the point where it's it's a bad spot, Casey. As a sports, it's it's potentially a really bad spot because we I don't know I, uh, I was out on the season pretty much after Notre Dame. Or was that Notre Dame the third last? Anyways, let's just say it. And Michigan, Michigan, Michigan no, Michigan was totally out. You're right, right. It was Michigan. Um, Notre Dame was down. Michigan was Michigan was out. And now, and then when Iowa lost to Purdue, it was like okay, maybe, but you know they still got to beat Iowa. Yeah. And then we do this pummeling, taking advantage of whatever we wanted to call it to Iowa. Yeah. And Marlo's all in, so in. You know, I did the Casey look at the schedule. Oh yeah, uh, look look at the remainder of the schedule. Even even in even in dark glasses, it's like a very real possibility. And now I'm all in. Here we go. Booking tickets. Book it, booking tickets to Indy. <laughs> very dark. Very scary place. <laughs> that is a scary place. I'm not there with you yet. Uh, I guess uh, to be. I think the worst case scenario. Do you want to hear my worst case scenario? Yeah, worst case. Is, scenario. This is possible, right? Yeah. This isn't worst case is obviously we win the next four games. So let me say, 
<laughs> or lose the next but, four games. Lose the fifth, yeah. So that's obviously that would be the worst case scenario. The most heartbreaking scenario. Yeah. We win the next three and lose at Minnesota. Lose the X, they win the Big Ten West. That would be the heart most heartbreaking scenario. It and that is that is in play. But well, let me look at Minnesota's schedule, see how in play that is. <laughs> But that's in play. Um, yep. But we obviously have work to do until we get there. But before, we, again, we're looking ahead a little bit too much. Yeah. Let's pull it back. Let's talk about a little bit of the details in the game um, before we get all ahead of ourselves uh, on that. Uh, I guess where else do you start in this game but the defense? An absolutely dominating performance by the defense. By uh, yards allowed per game now, we are the best in the country moving ahead of Georgia. Um, and really, it's just us two uh, up there as far as yards per game, um, which, I mean, I'll Wait. take it, I guess. But gotta watch that Georgia team play, and I just—it's—it's it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. I still feel like with this Wisconsin defense, I'm it, holding my breath for something to go wrong. And look, two games in a row, it hasn't happened, right? So. Maybe sometime soon I'll stop holding my breath, but that's still that's still out there um, in my uh, I guess in my mind. Anyway, let me give you some stats, Marlo. And this I'm going to kind of go back towards the beginning of the game as they kind of come out through the game, just to because if you just look at the end of the game, uh, the totals. I mean, they're yeah. good, but I don't think it tells the story of how good the defense was. So Iowa ended up with 156 yards, 132 passing, 24 rushing, but. I think a lot of those were uh, kind of garbage time them when the game was over. So total yards after the first quarter, Wisconsin 129 yards, Iowa negative 12. <laughs> total. Uh, the total yards. Total yards uh, after the first quarter. Uh, after the fumble recovery by Noah Burks, oh, and Wisconsin was leading 17, uh, following Wisconsin's touchdown after that, uh, Wisconsin leads 17-0 with 740 left in the half. Iowa had two turnovers. And minus one yards on 14 plays. Halfway through the second quarter. At halftime, Wisconsin led 20-0. to zero. Wisconsin had 192 yards. Iowa had 17. Iowa had three turnovers. Wisconsin had four sacks. Um, Evil Paul Chris Twitter handle tweeted out at halftime, like this tweet if you have more rushing yards than Iowa today. <laughs> uh, which was everybody because they had negative three. Excuse me, negative 13. Yeah. Um, Uh, in total, so that was during the game stats. I had a couple more. I'm sorry. I think this is, I don't know if this is great uh, podcast, but I really love these stats and wanted to share them. Uh, Badgers have three games now with 10-plus tackles for a loss. They haven't done that since 2014. Uh, the Badgers have six sacks in a game for the third time this year and second game in a row, and then I have a Tom Brady stat. So that's those are all the <laughs> stats I have there. And just a dominating, suffocating performance. Uh, they Ooh, made this Iowa offense look like the I mean the the worst case that they were. We knew Iowa coming in had a limited quarterback and a what well, I guess we thought was a good rushing attack and that just played right into this defense's hands and they capitalized. They forced two turnovers, got forced one turnover, forced one turnover, got gifted two, right? The punt and then the fumble on the goal line. Yeah, okay. I'll give him the fumble on the, on the goal line. Okay, so force two. Yeah. Took advantage gifted, of one. Gifted one on the gifted special one. teams. Yeah. Took advantage of another. Uh, their quarterback 
Petrus didn't look like he knew what he was doing out there all game, was under pressure. This looked confused. Just a great performance. It was good. Yeah, that's it. That's this. If you like defense, you like this game. Um, <laughs> but I think in looking at this, was it like Wisconsin's D one uh, D? They just felt like they were playing against Wisconsin uh, <laughs> in practice. You know, stop the run. Yeah. Try to have the core wreck beat you, and it's a good recipe. Uh, it's a good recipe there, and they played that one to perfection. Um, absolute perfection. We're able to keep keep pressure on on the quarterback when they did try to throw, yeah. Um, and which was you know obviously was limited, and then bottled up the run at the end. And like we said, we, they had really oh, most of their yards. They came on that one drive in the third quarter, and then just uh, in garbage time, which really amounted to nothing. And so sitting right. through basically two three quarters of. The, of Iowa literally, literally not being able to move the ball anywhere um, was just just a joy. And I'm sure watching film, um, Jenny Litter had things to to pick out, but at some point he was probably sitting there watching back with a big smile on his face. Yeah, for sure. Um, who would... I thought Wilder had some big play. I can't... I'm not seeing it in the stats, though. Uh, Chanel had... Uh, again, an amazing game. Uh, nine tackles, two tackles for a loss, only .5 sacks. Felt like more one QB hurry. Uh, Sanborn was great, left for a little bit with a gashed hand. Um, Herbig was fantastic. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of Herbig with uh, the the two and a half sacks uh, on the defense. Um, shoot, I just had a point about the defense that I lost. Oh, it was about uh, Leo Chanel. Uh People forget, missed the first three games. Two of our losses were without Leo Chanel, and our defense was pretty, was pretty good in those. Um, imagine if he had been there all year. Um, all right, enough of the defense. Let's move to the offensive side of the football, Marlo. Yeah. Let's, we'll save Mertz for a second. Um, <laughs> I guess offense, you just say, did enough. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, miss some opportunities. I think obviously the main one was the goal line stand that Iowa pulled off, uh, but then gave the ball right back to us. So <laughs> it almost felt like it wasn't as dire as it was, and obviously the defensive situation. Uh, but it was another. If in that moment it felt like another one of those. Oh boy, here the offensive goes like just testing the defense, just putting the defense in a another position to get on the field and have to make a play and. I guess gifted or make a play, they did. Um, Braylon Allen with another fantastic game, twenty carries, one hundred four yards. I did see uh, he didn't get a carry. I, I thought I had liked the tweet to save the stat, but it was something like halfway through the second quarter, halfway through the third quarter, he didn't have a carry, uh, which is when our offense kind of petered out and struggled a little bit. And yes, maybe let Iowa almost let Iowa back in the game. Uh, I, maybe that's just you know you, part of the two-headed monster type thing that we're trying to do here, split the carries or whatever to maintain freshness, which, hey, has worked, but that's a long time for a guy who was running over people and breaking uh, plays open to not touch the ball. Um, but all in all, he had 104 yards. Malusi had 48 yards. Uh, only along a five, though. Mm. I'd like to see him break a little bit more. It did seem like he was like a step away a couple times. Yeah, and just got tripped up. But yeah. uh, I think the run game, the offensive line, 
Graham Martzell we'll talk about more in a second. Just they did enough to make this a comfortable victory. Would you do you see it a different way or no, no, not at all. They just yeah, I think they just like you said, they just did enough, took advantage of short fields, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. which is good and you you noted it the one they didn't they were able to get back. Um that's worrisome. Not being able to like not being able to punch it in at the one. And I, f- I shoot I'm sorry, I should have wrote it down, but I forget the play that they try to do on fourth and one and I know I know I wholeheartedly disagreed with it. Well, well um, fourth and one they did the fullback dive. Oh, is that what it was? And he where he jumped he jumped and he jumped got, too early. Yeah, yeah. He jumped too early. Or he jumped too early and he jumped too vertical. Yeah. Right. That's what it, yeah. Um maybe it was the execution, maybe not the play. But anyway That needed that needed to be done a play or two earlier. Right. Right. If you're gonna run that fullback, you don't run the fullback on fourth down. You're running them on an earlier down when you could like have an element of surprise that hey you might do something else. <laughs> yeah. On fourth down you're going up the middle. Right. Yeah, and I feel like it's you know how back in the day like you would play your friend in Madden or something like a couple of times and you knew exactly what they were gonna do. Um, yeah. on like a third down or fourth down play and they just had like that one play and like that's that's what it was <laughs> like I, I knew exactly what we were what we were doing because everyone knew what we were going to do um, right. there was no element of surprise there yeah when you like when you hadn't done it to that point like we were going up the middle there it felt pretty obvious and was disappointing and it was just that whole that whole series and this has been a couple times this year where we've been goal to go uh, and just have Felt very predictable. Uh, I think we ran that one bootleg, and that was like the only thing. I guess earlier in the game we had the play action to Jake Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, play action. Welcome to the. F- welcome. Imagine that. Welcome. Imagine. <laughs> welcome. Imagine that. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I guess we could, ble- you know, bleeding into just doing enough. Uh, Mertz doing yeah. enough. One of the things about enough, no turnovers. That's yes. good. That's good. Um, you know, I feel like his stat line is always going to be the same win, loser, or draw here. Yeah. Going to have like a little over 100 yards passing. Um, he did have a toss. He did have a toss touchdown, but big, biggest, biggest part of the stat: zero turnovers. Yeah, for sure. Took care of the ball, and so his stat line: eleven for eleven for twenty-two, 104 yards. I feel like a lot of those incompletions were during that time that I was listening on the radio. So I don't. Like I rem- like when I was thinking Again, back on this game, the soccer game. Yeah, well, it's just I. So I remember the first drive where he was efficient. I yep. remember uh, the end of the game where he picked up a couple first downs when he needed to. The long pass to DK. Um, it just I, when I went to look at it uh, for the podcast, I was surprised that it was eleven for twenty-two at that fifty percent. I it felt better, but again, I missed those two or three drives. Um, in the third quarter, where I think a lot of those a lot of those happened, um, yeah. so maybe my my take would be a little bit different. But I thought he had a pretty efficient game. Picked up a couple third downs. What do we finish on third downs? Um, we finished six to thirteen on third downs, which I mean, comparatively, is pretty good <laughs> to what we have been. Uh, made a couple nice throws to Danny Davis that went over the middle to DK. Uh, almost overthrew, did his best to overthrow Jake Ferguson. It felt like on that touchdown, he had to toe tap that down when he was wide open. Um, oh, no, an okay game. Didn't have to do too much, thank goodness. And yeah, your point. Just don't turn the ball over. And he didn't. And he didn't. Although he tried on the goal line, got stepped on or tripped uh, uh, on the handoff. 
almost mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen that before yeah no when i saw i was definitely thinking of you casey i'm like oh this is casey's prediction coming to fruition but it did. and it kind of i mean it kind of did right it came down to their dumb fumble on their goal line and the dumb yeah. fumble on the kick and i mean you're backed up against the goal line i mean that's part of why you don't want to be backed up against the goal line is you're forcing stuff right so that's yeah. why we're, but it was some weird plays that really turned the momentum of that game. And great defense, don't get me wrong, but um, right, yeah. And I thought about that too when they stopped us on that for, that first fourth down uh, when it was only ten zero. I was like, oh no, this is, I'm going to look back at this, and this is going to be one of those things. And luckily, it didn't it didn't turn into that. Um, this box score is all messed up. It has us with six. This must be supposed to be ones. It has recoveries two 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 total three. That's, <laughs> It doesn't work. The um, math doesn't check out. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Did we miss? In, did we miss anything? Um, no, I think in so. The, in the game, Carl Narsh again, two for two, continues his uh, good kicking. Um, good recovery to uh, the tight end who got hurt. Whose name I'm blanking on? Clay. I want to say Clay Cundiff, but that doesn't sound right. Shoot. Hope he gets better soon. I can't remember. Darn it. All right. Uh, next week, Marlo at Rutgers. Um, looking ahead, looking ahead, clicking on, clicking the buttons, getting the game up. Um, five and three Wisconsin against four and four Rutgers. Uh, we are. Ooh, it went down a whole point since I clicked on this earlier. We are favored by twelve. Did you just start hammering the books, Sir John? I did. You know. <laughs> you know. I, Bet so much money moves the line, Marlo. Uh, <laughs> over under of thirty seven point five. I have watched zero plays of Rutgers uh, this this season, Marlo. I think I watched two drives. They played Ohio State, right? I think I watched them against Ohio State for two drives. And I think played, wasn't that yeah that game of like thirty eight to nothing or something. Um, so ended up fifty two thirteen. That's all I know. <laughs> so. There's that, but I, yeah, I I'm in, think I'm in I saw there. some Michigan State Rutgers highlights. So I don't know how good my analysis is going to be. On, I'm, I'm anticipating this Rutgers games. I'll say this: they've beaten the teams they should beat. They beat Temple, Syracuse, Delaware, Illinois. They've lost to Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State at Northwestern. That's tough. Understandable loss at Northwestern. Don't get me wrong. I bet yeah. that game was at eleven o'clock. I bet the grass was really long. I understand. Right. Understand how that goes. Um, but I think if you're Rutgers, you're kind of looking at your schedule and saying, like Wisconsin can, we lost to three of the best teams in the country. Maybe we're good, <laughs> and that's where we are as Wisconsin fans, right? Yeah. No. Hundred percent. I, when you said their record, I actually thought their record was worse. Um, so I could see, I, you know, I, I could definitely see that mentality. Now, now you, I'm still in on Wisconsin. Now you got me scared. Um, I'm still scared. Yeah, well. got you scared because yeah, again, I haven't watched any Rutgers, but if I'm looking at the records and the numbers, um, it kind of makes sense. Like I don't don't know their strength or weaknesses. I'm, I'm going off board, but I can know I know what Wisconsin does and what they bring, yeah. and it. it, it it seems that if you give Rutgers a chance, they will score on you. I know that makes doesn't make sense, but it makes sense in my head. 
So what I'm saying is don't turn the freaking ball over, and we'll probably have it. Simple. It's a simple game. Simple game. Take care of the yeah. ball. You have a good chance. Yeah. I mean, as favorites, you know, here, we should be the better team. I, why can't I get a good, like, give me the team statistics, like an average thing. Don't give me, like, how many passing yards they have in the season. That's not helpful. Ugh, darn it. Um, I need to find a way to do this better. All right. You know, I've been doing this for, like, what, two and a half years? You should probably yeah. be able to figure this out. Um, yeah, take care of the small things. I think... I mean, we out we should out talent them, right? So, yeah. take care of the small things. Don't do turnovers. Don't do dumb things. Get out of there with a victory. Come back home for our next two home games and go from there. <laughs> All right, that's it for football, Marlo. Uh, there was some basketball, right? There was. There was some basketball. Um, they had an exhibition game against UW, the powerhouse UW Whitewater. Yeah, the um, Warhawks. The Warhawks. Uh, I didn't realize until mid-game that that was the first game of any sort back in the Cole Center with fans. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Well, report, um, Danny Davis is still a baller. Um, and is it Powell? Powell was his first name. Oh, craps. Anyways, Powell looks like he could be one of those prototype uh, inside, outside, Wisconsin big men. My opinion needs to eat a couple burgers, though. Might get gobbled up a Big Ten play, but definitely can stroke the ball from the outside. Nice. I'll eat some burgers. <laughs> eat some burgers. I can, I can do that. Um, yeah, didn't, I mean, saw some of the highlights, looked into it a little bit, but at the end of the day, you're playing UW-Whitewater yep. uh, in an ex- exhibition. Um I think they play Pepperdine soon here, and we'll get into the into the schedule here in uh, probably, I think it was two weeks, a day or two ago. So coming up on a week and a half here, and we'll be in basketball be, season. Be in it. Yep. Before you know it, we got Thanksgiving tournaments. We'll be going for it. So. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's on the cusp. All right. Other NCAA, other NCAA football this weekend. Uh, I guess the marquee game for us, I think most uh, people across the country – Michigan State versus Michigan. Michigan State with a hell of a comeback to defeat Michigan. Well, did Michigan State Ooh. come back or Michigan choke, Marlon? Where are you at? I think in this, like, as much as it's fun to say Michigan choked and Harbaugh can't beat the big one, I really think in this game, Michigan came back and beat Michigan. Um, state came back. Their state came back, yeah. State yeah. came back and beat Michigan. Uh, state, man... Boils, what? Yeah, I'm there. I don't know. I hate to say it. They might be for real. Well, I think at this point you got to think that um, beating Michigan, coming back this way, it was a very impressive comeback. And the way in which they did it with, um, is it Kyle Walker? Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, that dude is insane, uh, the running yeah. back for Michigan State. He had five touchdowns, 197 yards, and just – he had plays where he squeaked through a hole and took it to the house. He had plays where he ran over people and took it to the house. And he had plays where he just eluded people and took it to the house. It was unbelievable uh, what he was doing. I mean, back to Jonathan Taylor-esque type things. 
uh, there. It was it was unbelievable. Michigan, I don't know. I mean, on their end, I don't know what the hell they were doing on defense. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't too worried about their passing game. Their quarterback went 19 for 30, 198, 96, 90-something yards, two interceptions. Why they weren't prepared for this running attack up, I don't, I don't, I'll never understand. Uh, Michigan, the only reason I would say they choked is their inability to stop maybe the best running back in the country, but that fumble their quarterback did on the exchange when the game was kind of in the balance and then they lost was just embarrassingly awful. Um, I, I guess you can't necessarily put that on Harbaugh, but it just seems like these are the things that always happen to his, his teams. So I don't, I, I guess I kind of wanted Michigan to win because it was like, Oh, you know, the, they're a better team as they do better. It makes our loss maybe look less bad, but that was the only real dog I had in that, in that fight. Um, but yeah, entertaining, entertaining as hell game. That was great. Yeah. And I love, sure. I love the Wisconsin games because they've been up against, I mean, when they win, uh, they've been up against, uh, some big games. And yeah. they're done a full quarter before every other game. <laughs> so then I get to turn over to that and watch the end of whatever you know other key matchup is on. It's been great. Very convenient for my football watching. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for controlling the clock and running the ball. Uh, <laughs> all right, elsewhere, I got my upset pick right. Michigan State over Kentucky. Uh, I think my theory was the wheels were going to come off for Kentucky. Or the, it was like a letdown game after their loss to Georgia and that... Turned out to be the case. Not that I watched any of it, but that was my my guess. Uh, Congrats. Yeah. Night game, ABC, Ohio State beat Penn State. Anything you got out of that, Marlo? I don't... Mm, maybe Penn State's not good, but yeah. I don't know. It was a fun game. It was a fun game to watch. I I don't know. I will, let's speak into that. Like, maybe Penn State, is Ohio State good? I don't I, know. They don't... I mean, they're good in the Big Ten. That's yeah. So that's well, what, what I mean. What does that I, really mean? I guess that's what I say. It's like usually Ohio State teams are you know head and shoulders better than they're the team, right? They're our team. They're the team that's yeah can compete for national titles. But this year they just seem to be Big Ten good, as you said. This game was annoying because it went exact like. It was inevitable. It felt inevitable. It felt like mm-hmm. this is how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. And the whole time Penn State was hanging around or winning, I was just like, yeah, for now. <laughs> and I'm, I just knew how it was going to end. And I guess that's just how, how Ohio State games go until you get surprised when they don't, when they don't inevitably pull it out. Uh, but this went, I mean, I wouldn't say to script because if Ohio State was too scripted, right, they probably would have won more easily. Yeah. Um, but Eventually, they figure it out, and they did again, and it was really annoying to watch. Um, Ohio State finishes the season versus Michigan State at Michigan. Uh, if they're not, if they're just Big Ten good, I could see them dropping one or both of those games. But if Ooh. they're legitimately good, then they'll win both of those games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah those, those will be the decider. Um Next week, speaking ahead, let's look ahead. They are, uh, I guess the other, other game I want to mention, uh, I guess we already kind of mentioned it, uh, Georgia's defense is amazing, and they just 
beat the crap out of Florida. Um, that was very impressive. All right. Uh, next week, uh, big noon is Ohio For God's sake. They keep putting Ohio State in these national televised games. I guess Penn State was somewhat close. But they just blow him out. Like the Maryland, was it the Maryland or Indiana? Maryland was on ABC. I mean, like, what are we doing here? Uh, <laughs> they're at Nebraska. That's the big noon game, I guess. I mean, what? <laughs> Maybe they just wanted to get out to Nebraska. Yeah, I don't know. they just wanted I mean, to take a trip to Lincoln. Here it's Nebraska, nice this time of year. Early November. I mean, you know, it sells itself, I guess. I'll say it's favored by fifteen. I don't see this being close. I. I guess you want to put Ohio State on because people are going to watch Ohio State because they're Ohio State, right? But, God, some of these games, it's like they're not going to not gonna be a good game. Stop putting them on national television. All right. Uh, CBS, the main SEC game, is uh, teens ranked Auburn against teen, uh, teens or late single digit. I don't remember now. Texas A&M. Every time I watch Auburn, I just go, still with this Bo Nix thing? We're still here. <laughs> and I'm yeah. never convinced Texas A&M is good. So this is a, I'm, I'm not convinced either of these teams are good off game. <laughs> are they good game? That'll be fun, huh? It's just yeah. me doubting both of them for <laughs> not any real reason other than I'm just kind of tired of watching them and thinking, are they good? Uh, ABC game, talk about bad matchups. <laughs> is uh, Oregon... Versus Washington. Washington stinks, Marlo. I don't know. They're not good. I don't know why this is on prime Late time. night ABC. It's only a 6.5 spread. Wow, that surprises me. Washington's 4-4. Four and four? I don't know, Marlo. This is blowout written all over to me. I, maybe I'm just going off of my recent memory of uh, Oregon beating the crap out of Colorado. <laughs> but they just they look so fast, Oregon does. And oh, I guess I'm and I'm basing this too much off of Washington Michigan game where Washington looked awful. Maybe they're a different team now, but I'm not going to hold my head on that. That seems like another blow. I don't know these next week. I'm not too excited about Marlon. Not too excited. Well, I think you're missing the biggest schedule uh, point of this week. No, well I wrote them all down. How could I? Miss uh, it? Would you miss the best one? Yep. Maction, baby. Maction's back. Yeah, okay. We got Maction on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's back. The Maction's back. After hiatus for a couple of years, we got Tuesday and Wednesday night Maction football. A lot of, lot of Maction. Two games, two, three games every night. Oh, yeah. my pages are frozen. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, no, they're back. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, Army Air Force kicking off at ten thirty. That's exciting. And that's uh, exciting. Saturday, Where a little early. Get get started a little bit earlier. Ten thirty in Texas. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm all in. Uh, um, it, pack twelve after dark on Friday. Utah Stanford starting at nine thirty. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm starting to talk myself into tomorrow. Normal pack twelve after dark. USC Arizona. All right. Not sleeping, not sleeping again this weekend. Sounds good. <laughs> Talked myself into it. I guess elsewhere, Marlo, any other games that stand out to you? Like I said, the only really ranked first-ranked game is at Auburn, Texas A.M. It is 12th-ranked Auburn versus 13th-ranked Texas A.M. So they are both low teens. Uh, that's the only ranked versus ranked I'm seeing here. 
as I scroll, good podcast coverage. Yep, that's it. Um, so upset alert, Marlo. I'm going to go. Ooh. Can I keep picking against Kentucky? Is that still possible? I uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, they're 18th ranked, hosting Tennessee. That is a good one. Iowa to tumble to Northwestern. That would be fun uh, <laughs> to watch Iowa continue to go down. But I am going to circle. Where did it go? Where did it go? Wake Forest at North Carolina. Number 10 Wake Forest seems too high. Wake Forest can't be a top Way 10 too team. high. That is ridiculous. They should lose soon, and I think it'll be at North Carolina. That's at 11 a.m. ABC game. That'll be my upset pick of the week. There you go. I will my game be... of the week is Wisconsin game. <laughs> <laughs> I will be paying attention to the Illinois at Minnesota. Yeah. Um, at 11. I feel like that's a total letdown game for Minnesota that's possible, and obviously I'll be cheering for that. And um, uh, upset pick, you already picked the Kentucky. Let me go somewhere different. You know what? Houston at South South Florida? Who knows? Can sure. South Florida, South Florida big, overtake Houston? Big, big 12 bound South Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Big 12, uh, I think TCU's in the Big 12. Um, Gary Patterson stepping away after 20 years at TCU. Yeah, stepping out. I mean, I guess. They haven't been good for a while, right? Yeah, they had a good run. I mean, he took them from whatever the hell they were into the Big 12. Felt like he was going to be there forever until he didn't want to, and I guess he doesn't want to. I guess. But they did the mutual thing, so I don't know if it's really a him stepping away thing or them letting them go thing. Right. Yeah, I always wonder. I want to be the fly in the room for mutual. Like, how mutual was it? Let's be real. <laughs> like, yeah. Was, yeah we don't, I dare, I, I'm pretty sure you guys didn't walk into the room or like, you know what? This has been good. Let's just mutually just, let's just mutually decide. Just Who scheduled the meeting? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Who <laughs> was the go. one like, hey, let's go get coffee tomorrow? <laughs> That's how we know. That's that's, that's you know. where we know the decision maker in the mutual uh, situation was. Um, for sure, I'm sure, was looking for that Minnesota Illinois game, eleven o'clock in Minnesota. Minnesota's fourteen and a half point favorites, Marlo. Yeah. So, so the fun thing about watching Illinois games is usually you want them to win because they're bad and they're playing a probably better team. Yep. But if they lose, Burt Bielema also loses. So that's True. also fun. So it's like a win-win. <laughs> it's like a win-win. They win and upset somebody, or they lose, and Bielema loses. So that's a good. That's a good one. That'll be interesting. When uh, and I haven't watched much Minnesota. I should start because it's you know it might be meaningful. That's on ESPN two. Wow, who's gonna watch that? On ESPN two, <laughs> these guys. Uh, we will. We will. On ESPN two, because I'll tell you, Ohio State's going to be up like fourteen is around Nebraska in no time. Uh, all right, uh, that's next week, or that's it for NCAA football. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on to the NFL, Marlo. I'll go first. Fine. Whatever. Packers with uh, a big win, biggest win of the season, twenty four twenty one at Arizona. Uh, Removing Arizona from the list of the unbeaten's, the last of the unbeaten's. The the, the champagne was popped by the seventy two Dolphins. Yeah, on Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, well, 
Do you think they stayed up until popping on Thursday night? Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe they woke up and they did had it. some mimosas. They had mimosas on in the morning. Friday morning. <laughs> that was mean. That was mean of me. I'm sorry. Um, sorry, 72 Dolphins. I know you're listening. Um, I mean, big win. I stay, statement win. I look, it's a Thursday night game. Weird things happen on Thursday night. Uh, but I will say for a six and one team, it felt like a lot of people were, yeah, budding the Packers. And I think this was a game where they said, look, no, we're a good team. Not going to say great team. Not going to say necessarily Super Bowl contender, but said, hey, yeah, we beat some teams that weren't good, but we're a real team. That's what this game felt like to me. Um, I think – so, it, okay, came down – that said, it came down to a really bizarre end of the game last play um, in which A.J. Green, uh, who I forgot was on the Cardinals, um, <laughs> didn't turn for the ball. I, I It seemed like he didn't understand what – play was or something it was just disconnected between uh kyler murray and aj green on the last play and we end up getting the interception right but before that we really had a fourth and uh i i guess failed the fourth and goal that would have put the game out we should have scored on that possession another goal to goal situation another situation which the packers made the game harder on themselves than they needed to uh in a game that sure finished on that last second play, but I think they played well enough to win more resoundingly or more uh, uh, clearly than that happened. The defense was really good, kept Kyler Murray in check most of the game. He finished with 274 yards and two interceptions. Uh, again, most of those yards on, uh, or a lot of those yards on that kind of last, last minute drive. Um, on the so I thought the defense played really well without our two top corners, without Zedarius Smith still. Um, the players we had there played extremely well against an Arizona team who had been on fire. Uh, and on the offensive end, sure, Aaron Rodgers finished with two touchdowns, 184 yards, not a great game. game necessarily a great game from him. Another, I don't want to say game manager because he's better than that, but he is being efficient and effective. And in this game, he was without his three top wide receivers um, due to COVID situations. But the most impressive thing in this game was the Packers' run offense. Uh, A.J. Dillon toting the ball 16 times, 78 yards. Aaron Jones 15 times, 59 yards. That allowed them to control the clock. That allowed them to control possession and keep Kyler Murray sitting on the bench, only tapped in 33 pass attempts. Um, Yeah. Great. I, I think all-round quality team win made it a little bit more difficult than they had to, and a good pass. I don't want to say great, but a, a, a good win for this Packers team now sitting at seven and one. Good win. It was a great win. I think uh, the most frustrating thing about watching this game was knowing that your top three receivers were out, and you're st- and Aaron Rodgers is still effective. And obviously, you're still in the game at the end, and quite possibly, like you said, shouldn't have, maybe shouldn't have been that close uh, to be able to win it. That part is the most frustrating thing on my side of the fence here. Yeah, uh, watching the game. Besides the fact of AJ Green deciding to announce his retirement in the mid route of <laughs> that fourth quarter, um, still a hell of a catch by the um, by the cornerback there. But yeah. Uh, for the interception, but still, Jesus, man, I don't care what's going on. 
That was ridiculous. But yeah, congrats, Casey. Uh, I'm yeah. glad you're in a good place. So happy for you. Yeah. It, uh, you know, really, really makes my sunshine. Yeah, it was uh, kind of fitting. It was Rasul Douglas on the interception at the end. He was cut from the uh, Cardinals practice squad, I think, at the beginning of the year and signed uh, by the Packers. And I think uh, Devondre Campbell all is in a similar situation. He was on the Cardinals. So two of our better defensive players in the games were recently formal, former Cardinals players. And yeah, it was a little bit kind of like how are we doing this uh, as the game went on? And um, Jones had seven receptions. Tanyan, who we lost to a ACL injury, uh, really unfortunate after his big 33-yard catch. Uh, other wide receivers, Winfrey, Degura, what? Uh, Cobb, three catches, 15 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, Cobb's back, found the fountain of youth. Frick. Yeah. It's he basically just makes third down and touchdown catches. I mean that's oh, like it's a total terrible thing to have on your team. It's so yeah. awful. It's tough to have a guy like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I mean I going into the game I chalked it up to we're not going to be able to score enough points to keep up with Arizona. Uh, I guess I'm just going to summarize here, Marlo. Uh, the offense was better than I expected. Really relied on that run game, uh, which was really impressive. Uh, and defense did a lot better against Kyler Murray uh, than I uh, anticipated. I was just waiting for it to break loose. Again, maybe this is just my like fatalistic mindset as I am watching my teams play. But uh, I was just waiting for it, and it really didn't happen until that until that fourth quarter. Their kind of last two drives, but. Uh, yeah, good to great win um, in a great spot in the NFC. All right, that's it. For the Packers, let's move on to your Chicago Bears. Yay. Um, Chicago Bears lose to the 49ers at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Jimmy the Jimmy Garoppolo's homecoming, and did he play a game? I think he's still out there throwing. Is he from Chicago? Yeah, Arlington Heights. Sure. Okay, wow, the new home of the Bears. <laughs> the new home. It would be, yeah. really be a homecoming then. Yeah, really homecoming. Well, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess during the broadcast, they made sure to let us know that he had over 100 friends and family. Which, I understand when people go back to the town. I don't believe it every time they have a hundred, like 100 people. Well, I guess like 100 people probably reach out. Do you just give tickets to everybody? I don't know. Anyways, I always find that hard to believe. Um, I mean, but, I would have a hard time getting 100 people more, but <laughs> I'm, I'm probably less... Uh, Less of a social butterfly than Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's say that. <laughs> um, let's. I don't know. There's not much here. It, it was a weird game where the defense couldn't do anything. Um, I mean, um, weren't they couldn't stop the run for the, for nothing? Big chunk yards were given away on the run. Big chunk yards given away on uh, receiving in, which. Happens, but a lot of times it's a bin don't break mentality, and they definitely mm-hmm. broke. Uh, the first first half it did pretty well; just couldn't keep it contained throughout the games. They got tired. On the offensive side, there were some, uh, you know, some, we had some Justin Field flashes. Yeah. Hell, of, hell of a hell of a run on a broken play and fourth down to score that touchdown, which gave us life until it didn't. And 
that was exciting to watch. And I think you can kind of start to see, I know it's a game-by-game game thing, but the maturation, the little little bit of growth here and there. Um, obviously still some rookie mistakes going on, but uh, progress is progress. And so disappointing, a very disappointing outing. Uh, the 49ers were definitely a team that are beatable, a team we should beat, even, even in this... Uh, you know, even in this state, but it wasn't, it didn't happen. It wasn't for the day. The field looked like crap, but I won't blame that. And yeah, Matt Nagy was out. Yeah. With uh, our COVID protocol. Um, so we had, uh, his name is, re- is reading me, but special teams coordinator uh, running the show. And I believe it's, I can't, whoever, I will say the offensive play calling was definitely different, which in a, in a good way. With, with yeah, Daggy it seemed like a little there. bit more play action, uh, yeah. a little bit more of fields running. Yeah, uh, which I don't know how much of that was just him being more comfortable versus because they weren't like necessarily design runs, but right. Yeah, he seemed I, more comfortable making the decision to run. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Yeah, yeah. So very yeah, disappointing outing again in a bad place. I was very high on Wisconsin from the Wisconsin game and. That yeah. game was it was a slow bleed on that one. <laughs> we had the lead till late and decided to try to come back, and then that didn't work either. So. Well, that's what the, your defense almost looked uh, like. What we worry Wisconsin's defense will do because you were hanging in there. You're up thir- sixteen to fifteen. San Francisco wasn't doing a whole lot at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, and then the fourth quarter, the it seemed like the, things opened up. up a little bit for the Forty ers or the Bears kind of broke down a little bit on on defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned that the special teams coordinator was the coach. Why? So, I guess your team has done this. Uh, the Raiders, when uh, John Gruden was quit or let go or whatever the hell happened there, um, they went with their special teams coordinator. Why are special teams coordinators going? Like, I don't feel like that would be the oh crap, we need somebody from our staff to be a coach. Let's let the special teams guy do it. Yeah, no, it's a good question. I guess the only it's this. This is probably sound bonehead to people that actually know football, but well, it's not us, be, Marlo, so that's fine. Yeah, is it like they don't have as much on their plate? Like, because it's very that's very quick, right? I think I don't know. He got ruled out like on Thursday, yeah, right. And so is it like, well, they don't have as much on their plate from that week, whereas oh, like they, a D coordinator, yeah. all coordinator, they all you know they got game plan to do that. I don't know. Do you, you know what I'm trying sense. to say? Yeah, um, and they got to like call the plays and like man, yeah, do that. Yeah. And you're like, hey, just call for a fair catch this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's my only theory. I thought about that too. That was my only theory as I was thinking about that. But who knows? I guess in theory, right? That's a third of the game, but it definitely feels like, as far as like coaching responsibility on yeah. what you do a week to week basis, uh, or like your effect on the team. The least of the three, but that's a good point. I didn't think about the uh, in this situation that hey, they don't got to worry about planning an offense, you know. Yeah, you just put out Santos and he's gonna make the field goal, right? That's not too hard, yeah, not too hard for get an extra point. I'm not trying to jinx him or anything, but he's made what a billion in a row, <laughs> something like that, something like that, something like that. Uh, elsewhere in the NFL, Marlo, uh. Really, uh, this was a bizarre week. Week of upsets. Uh, really hurt my confidence pool, I'll tell you that. Did very poorly in that. Although, in my 
to criticize my myself, what was I doing putting faith in the Bengals and the Falcons? Like, come on. Uh, Jets beat the Bengals. Panthers beat uh, the Falcons, which I, maybe wasn't that big of an upset. It felt like an upset to me because I thought the Panthers stunk. Uh, but maybe the Falcons do too. Uh, Steelers beat the Browns. That was a small upset. And then Saints over the Buccaneers. I guess knowing that they lost their quarterback halfway through or whatever, you would expect uh, Tampa to pull that out. But they don't. Crazy week. Crazy week of upsets. And I guess you could throw the Packers in there too, right? Yeah. 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 Any given Sunday. Um, here we go. Halfway through the season. Well, almost. Almost. Whoops. Yeah, well, it's 17 games. I can't ever really be halfway through. Speaking um, of upsets, Jets just went up on the KC. The Giants. Oh, look at that. The Giants, not the Jets. Actually scored a touchdown in the red zone. Yeah. yeah, look at that. How about that? I don't like uh, – I think that the Chiefs should – they shouldn't be allowed to wear yellow gloves. Agreed. Very the yellow, distracting. The yellow gloves and the yellow shoes makes me feel like there's a flag on every other play. Yeah. Do you feel that way? I fall for it every time. Every time. Every time. It's annoying. Do, do other teams do this? I feel like it's literally only the Chiefs who do this. I, I, it's, I, it's, it's only the Chiefs I notice it. Maybe it's because they're on TV much more. Yeah. But I definitely, like, every other play believe there's a flag because someone's shoes are flashing across the street. I did the other thing from this game. Uh, Gore scored a touchdown for Kansas City and was rushing. And I was very disappointed to find out that it wasn't Frank Gore. Oh, I thought you were, I thought it was Frank Gore. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I just saw Gore number forty, and I was like, "Oh, Frank Gore doing the opposite of everybody else and going with a weird number instead of the single digit number." Uh, but then it was Derek Gore. I don't know who that is, but he's who the hell not Frank. Is Derek Gore? He's not Frank Gore. Get Frank Gore in there. Come on. Yeah, that'd been great. Frank Gore's out there scored a touchdown for the Chiefs. Speaking of old running backs, sounds like uh, Adrian Peterson's back. <laughs> Is he? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, I saw it on a tweet. Let me just go. Now I don't. It might sound like an idiot. Wow. Okay. It's ESPN says, says, uh, Henry out indefinitely Titans add running back Peterson. Yeah, look at that. Wow. He's back. Wow. They tweeted out, uh, I think CBS Sports tweeted out um, that, think Adrian Peterson's done. Here's a run from him only three years ago, and he ran like 95 yards three years ago. <laughs> only when he was three on, years ago. <laughs> when he was on uh, the Washington football team. I was like, okay, three years ago he had a 90-yard run. Wow, watch out. He's 36 years old, Marlo. He's my age, for God's sake. Um, probably in better shape, but nonetheless. Not much still, That's still... You still got time. Yeah, I can, you know, get any day now. I'm going to get back into shape. Um, surprising. Tough week for injuries. Yeah. It felt like Tanya, just, obviously, for the Packers. Huge. Derek, I mean, the, the biggest one, Derek Henry. Uh, and I guess the Saints also losing Jameis Winston, who, I guess, all things considered, um, was doing well ish, pretty well, pretty good. Pretty good. It was working out. It was working out. And now they're going got to go with Trevor Simeon, I think, until Hill comes out. I don't know. Very weird situation um, for them. And I don't know. I don't Because they're a, a, probably going to be a playoff team. The Saints are, I think. 
I don't they, know, maybe not now still with Trevor Simeon starting. But everyone yeah. just seems to think like, hey, Sean Payton's a good enough coach. He'll figure it out. Like at some point, Trevor Simeon's your quarterback. <laughs> like that has to matter. And it can't yeah. just be, uh, oh, my Brady set. Hold on. Shoot. I just lost it. Uh, Mike White, obviously. Uh, we all know him. He, uh, quarterback for the Jets. Yeah. 400 something yards against. Uh, Against the Bengals, leading to the victory. Uh, and my Tom Brady stat involves Mike White. It says Tom Brady has 81,802 passing yards, most all time, and 307 career starts. Mike White is on pace for 124,335. <laughs> so he's just got to start 306 more games and keep that up. And he's there. And then he'll be there. Good job, Mike White. Good job, Tom Brady. All right. Uh, that's all I got. I lost our rundown. There it is. Uh, that's all I got for the NFL. Next week, we're going to head Packers play the Chiefs. Chiefs are down right now to the Giants. I mean, you still kind of expect them to win this game, but it's into the fourth quarter. They're down three. They only have 14 points. I just don't know what the hell's going on with this Chiefs team. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm th- just, you can't forget they have Patrick Mahomes and figure out. Maybe this quarter and next week will be the time that he figures out and he, he returns, uh, stops being the pumpkin that he's been the past couple of weeks and returns into the normal Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So I, How many State Farm commercials are we going to see? Yeah. <sighs> Too many. <laughs> Too many. I would have to say I'm, I've luckily rarely been in the position in which I'm watching a game and the opposing quarterback or opposing player is in a commercial that would be I feel like really annoying Marlo would you care to comment uh pretty annoying <laughs> it was more fun like week one when it was like oh Rogers was doing all these commercials in the offseason looks what happened now it's just annoying um yeah it sucks everything sucks he was John Wick for uh, Halloween I, I did see that. Yeah. Well, I also saw he shot that commercial for Cash App in his John Wick Halloween costume. Yeah, that was very strange, huh? It was super strange. The Cash App Bitcoin commercial? Yeah, yeah. It's just trying to figure it out, man. It's just, <laughs> just a guy out there trying to figure it all out. Yeah. He got memed, mind. for sure. That It's fine from that... Uh, when he got tackled in that oh, game. Oh, yeah. That's, that's flying all over the internet. Yeah. And he said, "Internet remains undefeated." Yeah. All right. Uh, so, all these things can happen as long as plays for the Packers. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Your Bears are at the Steelers Monday Night Football, Marlo. Prime yeah. time. Everyone's gonna be watching. Matt Nagy's gonna be back. Yeah, so that's a plus. Yeah, awesome. Can't wait. Super exciting. Actually, I, uh, well, if you want to ask me that, like Steelers, they're not that good. Like they're beatable. Playing yeah. at the Steelers, fine. It's Monday night. I don't know if Khalil Mack can get back. I know they set him out purposely in this game, but if uh, if he's back and able to put any pressure on a uh, on a Ben Roethlisberger, I'm saying there's a chance. Yeah, Steelers didn't. I mean, they won, but they didn't win because of Ben Roethlisberger offense. I guess he made the play on fourth down or whatever, but. I mean, the game was 15-10, to 10, for God's sake, uh, with a hobbled Baker Mayfield on one side and uh, a Ben Roethlisberger on the other. Uh, I mean, I think if you get to 17 points, you can win. 
Can you get the 17 points against the Steelers defense? That's the question. Good question. The Chiefs complain so much about I don't know. I'm just anti-Chiefs right now. All right. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Tennessee Titans now Derrick Henryless uh, against the LA Rams who now have Vaughn Miller? Yeah, apparently. Big trade. Should be a fun game. I think they're just like, I don't know. They put, I saw somebody tweeted out, I think it was Robert Mays, uh, tweeted out that the Rams are or the the GM of the Rams is acting like he does when he plays Madden. <laughs> and he just collects all the name players or whatever. They're definitely all in. Um Wait, the guy took the guy whose helmet got ripped off was had the fall on him. All right, whatever. Um It'll be interesting to see what this Tennessee is. Somehow they're six and two with a loss to the Jets, Tennessee is. Should be an interesting one. Anything else that jump out to you on the schedule, Marlo, uh, next week, aside from our team's games and the prime time games? Thursday night is uh, Red Hot Mike White. Right? Is that his name? I already forgot. And uh, the New York Jets against Indianapolis Colts. So we got Jonathan Taylor to root for. Carson Wentz's ridiculousness to see on Thursday. Battle for Ohio. Can I interest you in that? Sure. Let's do it. All right, it's at noon. So, uh, as oh, Packers have a late game. We got a. Is that even going to be on here? Probably. <laughs> That's the best AFC game, I think. I don't well, know. I can't forget Houston, Miami. I don't Oof. even know if I want to see a highlight from it. <laughs> Will we see a highlight from the game? Is a good question. Great question. Great question. Both one and seven. Not a great. Not a great game. Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans. Just, I'm going to be disappointed at whoever uh, loses that one. Just either way, it'll be disappointing. Uh, Minnesota, Baltimore. I am interested in in hopes that Baltimore crushes Minnesota because I feel like their season is teetering, and I think there's a possibility that Baltimore could push them over the cliff. And then we're talking about Mike Zimmer getting fired in. I guess they can't really move on from Kirk Cousins, can they? Nope. Still uh, stuck with Kirk. But doesn't it feel like that for Minnesota after their very lackluster performance against Cooper Rush <laughs> and the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely in that turning point. Um, are they going to turn it up or are they going to pack it in? It's not looking good for the boys up north. Baltimore coming off of a bye. I mean... After they got so they got waxed by the Bengals, then a bye, now home against Minnesota. I don't like this spot for Minnesota, uh, and obviously that's what I'm rooting for uh, to push them over the edge. Um, San Francisco versus Arizona might be interesting. That is next week, Marlo. Anything else? No, that's it for the NFL. That is it. Um just, yeah, Kansas City's now driving. Keep giving you updates. Live updates on Monday Night Football because why not? Uh, but besides that, NFL's done. Now we head to what everyone's been waiting for, Casey's America's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. All right, quick one. Liverpool drop uh, points again, uh, tying Brighton. They were up 2-0, uh, giving up two second-half goals. A game they should win, a game they would win in their championship season. 
Defense just a little too leaky this year. Uh, luckily, their offense has been as good as it has. Uh, Mosal has been fantastic, uh, but the defense just letting teams that shouldn't they shouldn't let back into games into games. Uh, it happens once again. Uh, in kind of surprising news, Tottenham have fired uh, their manager Nunez. Uh, he just started. He's managed ten games. Uh, they let him go, and it sounds like they're um, getting Antonio Conte. Who most recently was um, on won the Champions League with Chelsea? Uh, that hit the ground. No, I think yeah, hit the ground. Um, and then kind of wore out his welcome very quickly. Tottenham just getting done with a manager, uh, okay. Mourinho, who does that exact same thing. So a little surprising there with the quick termination. And I don't know, is that a catch, Marlo? I feel like I got control of it. This is one of those. Oh no, that touches the ground first. Um, yeah, it moves. Okay, uh, just surprising to make such a, a drastic move. I mean, they're sitting mid-table, won five games, lost five games, but a little bit surprising. Uh, this week, uh, starting tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, we're in the next round of our of the Champions League. We're at the turn, as it were. Uh, in the group stage, so each team has played each other team in its group um, once, and now they make the turn and will play them twice. Liverpool sitting at the top, their group with nine points, winning all three of their first games. The most interesting group uh, is the one with uh, Sheffield. They are, shoot, I forgot to see they're from, a really small club. They won two of their first three games, including a win over Real Madrid. It would be amazing if they could qualify, so watch out for that. Um, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, games this week, Champions League. There we go. That's the corner kick. There it is. All right. We will finish up here with throw-ins. Um, baseball, World you Series. This, you heard of this sport, baseball, Marlon? It was baseball. I wholeheartedly, hand up, thought the Braves won it after hitting a grand slam <laughs> in, the fir- yeah. in the first inning. I was like, oh, this is over. I can go to bed. Yeah. And I woke up, and that wasn't the case. Yeah, definitely felt. I mean, it, the Astros got back into it quickly, but it definitely felt they hit that grand slam. They're all going crazy. I uh, texted um, my family and I said, "Could you? I can't even imagine being a Braves fan right now. Like just that feeling. You see them going crazy. Like it felt like a holy shit, we're gonna win the World Series moment, and then they didn't because they're the Atlanta Braves, I guess. Um, but." Uh, Astros. The frustrating thing is now this Astros come back and win this game. What did they win? Eight to four, eight to nine, nine to what is it? Eight to five, nine to five, something like that. Now they have this stupid nobody believes in us. They have this weird, this gritty team coming back, and it's like you're the cheating Astros. You don't get to have feel good stories. You're jerks and you cheated. Stop it. Uh, but now if they come back and win, they do. Game six is tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, and hopefully the Braves win because it's gonna. It will be very, very tense if it goes back to Atlanta and um, they have to play a game seven after being up 3-1. That'll be very, very stressful for everyone involved, including me sitting at home uh, as if I was in Atlanta. Although they said that the last team to win at home was the Red Sox in like 2013 or something. Is that right? I heard that. Most recent World Series have been won on the road, which is probably just random and not yeah. really significant of anything but uh is interesting nonetheless so 
hopefully the Braves continue that and win uh, win on the road at Houston tomorrow. There we go. That's there that's talking that's talking baseball. That's talking baseball. All right, last thing up, Casey. Get your credit card ready. Start asking Santa. NBA City jerseys have been released. You know, my credit card was a decline last time I tried to use it. I don't. I didn't <laughs> look into that. I don't. I don't really know what happened. Um, but uh, that is the case. I must admit. Um, uh, scrolling your through. Your tweet quickly. is terrible. Okay, no, I see him now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw the Bucks. Um, a little bit of a throwback to the kind of classic green Bucks font. I like it. It's good. It's fine. Yeah, I like the Bucks. I like the Bucks a one. Of, a little bit of color down the pattern, uh, yeah. or color pattern down the uh, side of the jerseys. Looks fine. Yeah, uh, it's not necessarily a throwback, but an homage to, to yeah. back then. And uh, Chicago's, like Chicago's is a little okay. boring. It's boring. They, they added the uh, the championships onto the jersey, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, um, I see that. Okay. Besides that, a little throwback on the shorts to the Jordan days. But I, I, I would say that was okay. Washington's, I like Washington's. The Nets throw is basically a throwback to when they were in Jersey. And yeah. I like the, um, with the uh, Charlottes. Charlottes is a, a throwback. Terribles, Magic. Apparently, it's a oh, tribute. Bad. <laughs> tribute to their to their number one producers, the citrus industry. That's stupid. Uh, <laughs> the Spurs looks like uh, a kid took a marker to their current jerseys. Yeah. Right? They just have the old, the same logo, but they just added color. Weird. Um, that one's bad. And then. I think the worst by far is Miami, which looks like a serial killer uh, made their jersey, with their, made a ransom note for their jersey. Where is Miami? I've not seen it. Oh, it's like it's number twenty nine out of thirty in this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just go down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It looks like they cut they cut out the letters out of the magazines and mailed the mailed it in. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. That's bad. Oklahoma <laughs> City is thirtieth. Yeah, that's bad. That's just it's white. Um, not great. Not great. Uh, I like I like Phoenix's the Valley. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I don't really get it, but the whole Valley thing. But they do like that and lean on that a lot. So that's pretty cool. Um, Atlanta has a hawk. That's all right. The Celtics looks exactly the same. <laughs> Is that different? I don't know. Can't tell. Uh, and Toronto really leaning into the Raptors. They got a, a legit Raptor dribbling basketball, which is <laughs> something, I guess. Yeah. There so you go. There you go. City jerseys. City jerseys. I will not be buying any of them. Memphis also couldn't tell that's any different than their normal one. Yeah. All right. So you guys got it. (laughs) If you come across a city jersey, send it to Casey. He's really looking. He's been a good kid this year, so you could uh, could send that his way. All right. That is all I have. Anything else, Casey? Any other throw-ins? No, I don't think so. It was, uh, you know, pretty football-heavy. Pretty football-heavy this week, so... All right. That's, well, good uh, stuff. Scrolling through, scrolling through. Nope. That's all I got. All right. Well, that will be it for. That'll be it. We'll wrap it up here. As always, guys, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze and ladies. Uh, myself at MarloJR, Casey at Prof Badger Fan. That will be it for me, Casey. You got any last words? Well, as always, fellow fans, until next time, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports. <laughs>